So hello, Float Magic fans. Thanks for joining us today. Um, for today's podcast, I actually asked uh, the creator of our podcast, <laughs> Zach, to be on to ask some questions that we often get from our clients who are trying to figure out if the ailments that they're going through or the conditions that they're in still allow them to take part of our services. So I appreciate Zach being willing to yeah, ask these questions. So. You bet. I, I butt in every now and then over the <laughs> mic, so I might as well. But in in person every <laughs> yeah. now and then. Now people can put a face at least with the you know <laughs> with the voice and the name. Uh-huh. So with yeah, my, my newly braced face. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Okay, so you've kind of pre prepared me here with a list of common questions that you kind of run across uh, a lot. So we're gonna mm-hmm. try and tackle those today. Um, you just want to jump right into it? Yeah, let's just okay. go ahead. Well, and I can. I mean, I we do. We don't. Uh, ever hesitate to call and ask us questions if there are some things that our clients really want to clarify we are more than happy to answer those questions sometimes um i get referred those questions a lot because of my nursing background so mm-hmm. i've engaged with a lot of ailments and a lot of conditions so you're that, pretty used to it <laughs> yes so i can speak to those um of course it's always a good idea to talk to your medical provider about a lot of these things mm-hmm. um but there are still we are such we have such foreign services that even some medical providers don't quite know right um what what can be used when and how and so um i would never go against medical advice if if you're given some that contradicts what i say i say stay with the medical provider or your own gut instinct Mm -hmm. Um, but yes we we try to provide that information just as readily as we possibly can doesn't hurt to ask as many people as possible absolutely (laughs) yeah okay so let's start into the first one so first one is age is there you know uh how young can you go how old can you be is there any like do you facilitate older folks that might have a hard time moving around or uh what's what's your policy and what's the kind of the questions that you run across yeah so uh what we what our policy is is any anyone younger than 15 we um 15 and older, 16 and older, excuse me, mm-hmm. can float with us free and clear or use our services free and clear. Okay. Um, we we do ask that they appearance sign off on their waivers up until they're 18. Okay. Um, but even that doesn't mean that if you're 15 or younger, you can't use our services. It just elicits a conversation. So younger individuals, it really depends on the maturity of right. the service that they're using and the you maturity of the individual. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Our salt water is can get everywhere. So we really don't want someone mistaking it as a swimming pool. (laughs) So um, but however, we have had as young as 11 float in our pools by themselves. So it's and they have found great relief. There Mm. are some disorders that are uh, sensory disorders and they can benefit greatly Mm. from being detached from all that sensory. So then we have a lot of student athletes that come in that use the Novathor, that use the cold plunge, um, that float and they're using that for their sports recovery. Right. And especially especially if they're going to be professionals, that's 
yes a, a norm in the industries that Ab- they're going into so absolutely and you see a lot of colleges putting mm-hmm. the exact services that we have in place right so that's exciting to me to see colleges really tap into this these recovery tools um but but that being said yeah if there's students especially like concussions with our Novathor, we can really help a student recover from concussions adults alike anybody right. who's dealing with a concussion and so um so we actually have specific discounts for students also wanted to mention the salt cave anybody mm-hmm. younger than five can come into the salt cave absolutely free with a parent um, anyone can breathe yes <laughs> anybody can breathe and those young children actually enjoy playing in the salt um, so if they have oh, okay. some type of condition like RSV, you know, RSV season is pretty strong between October and now. Right. Um, and so we've had young, young children come in. They bring their sand trucks. <laughs> <laughs> they bring their tools to come in and just play in that salt cave so uh-huh. they can breathe in that salt. I so didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. There's, there's actually <laughs> salt caves in some areas uh-huh. that have a children-specific space. So they can play in that because it's so nice. good for them. So now what about the other end of the spectrum for mm-hmm. older folks? Is there anything you want to touch on with that? Absolutely. So our um we do so we our age for clients range from uh eighteen months up to ninety-two years old. Oh, wow. So okay. we have wide availability for all ages. Okay. Um all I all I want to caution against with older individuals is to make sure their strength is up. Uh, and if they if they don't have the strength to pull themselves up out of a, a tub, mm-hmm. we do we do have transfer benches and things of that nature so they can get in and out. But it's the strength to pull them up out of the water. Right. And it's kind of slippery, too. <laughs> it is. It's slippery. You tend to be a little heavier right. because you just were weightless. Mm-hmm. So everything's relative, right? Yeah. When Once you get out of that water and you're no longer weightless, you <laughs> feel extremely heavy. Yeah. Plus, there's a little bit of um, lethargy that comes from floating. You're going to feel very relaxed, very tired. And so those older generations are older individuals and clients of ours. We just if they can't get out of that space by themselves, we ask that they bring somebody to facilitate that with them. Um, I have training in that area, but I'm seldom here. My staff is not trained to transfer people. Okay. And so if transferring has to occur, it's a good idea to bring somebody with you. And oh, then either way, there should be some consideration. Absolutely. And then on both sides of the spectrum and anybody really, they have to have control of their bowels, control of their like of of their motions. Mm-hmm. Um not emotions, emotions. <laughs> um, a lot of times people lose control of their emotions when they come in here and that's okay. Uh, but that's yes, allowed. it is. It's and a safe. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, but, but those things need to go into consideration with age. Excellent. Yep. So that also, so the, the talk of children also brings up the idea of pregnancy. Yes. Um, people are pregnant yes <laughs> and that is a consideration that mm-hmm. a lot of people have to take into take into thought um what are some of the things that pregnant people will kind of encounter when they come here or should they they should consider yes so with our pregnancy individuals i mean this is a gr- floating 
first and foremost, is one of the most relaxing things you can do while mm-hmm. you're pregnant. It can be a very magical experience. A lot of pressure off. <laughs> yes. You know, it's hard to sleep. You've got this other human in your body. Sometimes you can hear the other human's heartbeat. You can hear your baby's mm-hmm. heartbeat when you float. Um, and so it it's a it's a great release for our expectant mothers, especially right. later in their pregnancy. So what we encourage our pregnancy, our pregnant clients to consider is um, the how far along they are. It is actually safe to float right in the beginning. Really, it it is. We've we've had a lot of float center owners that. Um, float the entire time they're pregnant. I was about to ask that if they've if you've had somebody that throughout the entire journey yes. <laughs> has done that. Yes. Do, and I do, I do they say any good things about that? Absolutely. There's there's just a lot of peace that comes um and rest to their body as they're building another human inside of them. I'm sure mentally and physically. Absolutely. It's it's a great um process for their relaxation and to lower those levels of cortisol and mm. to and to help them stay balanced and and gravity free at the times when the baby starts to grow. Mm-hmm. However, for for us, um we we encourage pregnant clients not to float until after their 12 weeks. And that's because there is a pH balance shift that can Mm -hmm. happen when you're in our water um, because of all the Epsom salt that's present. Just a little bit in there. Just a little (laughs) bit. And so (laughs) we we don't want to, um, you know, correlation doesn't always mean causation. Mm-hmm. However, we don't want to put any of our clients in the window of right. where that tw- those 12 weeks are precious. You, there's a lot of things you need to avoid mm-hmm. in those 12 weeks. And so we just as a common precaution measure ask that people don't float until they're 12 weeks along. But once they're 12 weeks and they can come in here mm-hmm. and they can, their baby's growing at that point, they probably need our services right. more at that when point. When you really start feeling it and it's really yeah. starting to take its toll. Absolutely. And then on the other side of pregnancy, we ask that you don't flow after 36 weeks, mm. not because it's unsafe for you and the baby, but because that relaxation process can actually help you efface and, actually and send you into okay. labor. Yeah. And wow. so, um, and so we don't want there to be any type of um, situation where our water is introduced to the fetus at all. So if your water tends to break, first of all, it's contaminating our water, which yeah. isn't a good thing. That's a costly thing. And um, for us for and the client, exactly. And <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and then also um, just that exposure to, right. to the fetus once that barrier of water has been broken. So, so th- that's the window 12 to 36 weeks. We encourage those pregnant clients to come in and find some relief with us. Perfect. Now um, there's services they can't use while pregnant. The Novothor is not recommended to be mm-hmm. used during pregnancy. It it does penetrate deep enough to get to the fetus. Okay. Um, and because of its cellular regeneration properties and the mitochondrial action, you don't want to interrupt any of that natural uh, growth process in the fetus. And so pregnant mothers um, are expected to stay away from the Novothor until after your baby is born, then it'll probably be pretty beneficial. Saunas are also not recommended because of their high heat. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes people think our pools, they, they equate it to a hot tub. Mm-hmm. 
It's very not, different. It's <laughs> not. It's body temperature, but our saunas can get extreme high temperatures, right. and and it's not recommended that. I'd imagine cold plunge would also be cold the plunge same. would. I you know, and I haven't done a ton of study about cold <laughs> plunge in pregnancy, but I think that shock to your system and just that pulse of cortisol. Yeah. I I would burst of survival instincts yes, probably exactly. isn't ideal. It's probably not <laughs> ideal, but that's, yeah. that I still have to study and learn about. And That'd I, be interesting. It if, would be. If that could also maybe induce labor somehow. <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> it does some, I mean, they do show with cold plunge that it kind of shunts okay. blood supply to certain things. And, and that's where they're studying cancer and cold plunge okay. is that it actually shunts the blood supply to the tumors. And so it can help with cancer in some forms. But when you want to grow something, maybe Ex it's not good. To <laughs> exactly. So that would lead so. me to think, you know, maybe hold off. Yeah. Okay. And, yep. and then our salt cave is perfectly fine to use during pregnancy at any phase. And so salt cave takes all. <laughs> it does. The salt cave is just such a lovely environment. So you can go Perfect. in there at most any time. So um, is there anything else you want to cover for pregnancy? No, um, our massage chairs are somewhat questionable too. And that right. is because of the um, opportunity for blood clots mm -hmm. and, the, and the position that you're laying yeah. in. It's supposed to be zero gravity um, and not have any pressure on your body, but there's still a concern there. So right. so definitely use that with caution. Um, Maybe it, more gentle. Yes, <laughs> definitely go on the gentle side. Maybe don't massage your legs if you're prone to blood clots. Right. So, um, and that's for anybody that's prone to blood clots because those massage those massagers in our chair work and they can break it up. So. Yeah, they definitely work. Yeah, see <laughs> you, the settings you can set those things to. Uh, you can get beat up if you want. Yes, to. <laughs> we've had people go yeah in there because their feet are getting squoze so tight. So, <laughs> so that kind of leads right into the next thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of consideration that has to go into breastfeeding. I, mm -hmm. As I learned from my friends that are recently pregnant, I had no idea what what what's the immediate concern that a lot of them would have to make sure they know. So a lot of um, so a lot of times, like expressing milk and float floating is mm -hmm. is a concern. So you just want to make sure that um that that doesn't get into our waters. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's an, a concern on our side of things. It's not necessarily something that is bad for the breastfeeding mother. Mm -hmm. um, and, but other than that, there is not much. Um, there's, there's some thought about what high heat does to right. the glands when you're breastfeeding also. So that yeah. is something, of course, it can also help. Like some, some mothers get mastitis. And so, you know, those okay. hot and cold compressions can be really beneficial for right. that. And it can help detox their body. But it, the question does still remain with those high heat and that detoxing. Does it get into mother's milk? So that's a question we get often. What about Novathor? Novathor any? is perfectly fine to okay. use after yeah. you breast. Uh, I while you're the, I imagine the salt cave is perfectly fine too. It <laughs> is as far as far as what I've studied and looked into. Um, the salt cave is the only time the salt cave can be an inhibiting factor is is if if there's a lot of mucus that's being produced, um, okay. and and you can't clear it very easily because you're going to get a lot of that break up and, and right. th move through your body. So, uh, but yeah, so saunas again, precaution a little bit with breastfeeding and just floating as far as how your milk is coming in. So. 
excuse me. Mm-hmm. So next on the list, uh, surgery. Uh, what do folks have to take into consideration for certain surgeries versus others? You know, is there anything that's really common that you've come across? Yeah. So a lot of people ask us about pre and post surgery. So um, pre surgery, our services are great because what you're doing is you're putting a lot of our services allow for that anti inflammatory effect in your body. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, which is just going to um, allow for a better end result and a better outcome when you go through surgery. So a lot yeah. of people come in and float leading up to surgery or do the IR sauna or the Novathor is very popular pre-surgery. Post-surgery, what you have to take into consideration is the incisions. Uh, so if you have... Yeah, for floating especially. Especially. I had a single small cut on my thumb that I didn't know was there and then I very much knew was there. Yes, so yes. I imagine, imagine that uh, would not be fun if you were uh, freshly opened. Yes. <laughs> that sounds so bad. <laughs> if you have, have any incisions uh-huh. in your body at all and they're still healing, that's twofold. Yes, it will be yeah. very painful in the salt water. And if not you, good for the And the not good for the, yeah. And also it's not, um, you don't want to in, introduce anything foreign into those incisions. Right. So you, a lot of doctors will tell you six weeks um, after surgery before you, Get in the, you know, soak it, get right. in a pool. And so the same applies even, for us, maybe too. Maybe even a little bit longer past that, um, say. Well, not necessarily. I mean, once, okay. because a lot of, like, the salt water will help it heal also. Okay. Um, but a lot of doctors also give that recommendation for our Novathor bed. Mm-hmm. And um, because they're most concerned about introducing infection, when you've had any type of um, wound. However, our, our Novathor bed is extremely helpful in wound healing. And yeah. so um, that conversation can be had with a doctor. PBMT is known to, to help with collagen production and skin and wound healing. It helps heal it a lot faster than if you just went without. So my recommendation is get in here as soon as you can after mm-hmm. surgery. We we thoroughly clean our equipment. Mm-hmm. And so there shouldn't be any concern at all about infection introduction. I mean, I maybe wouldn't come in the day after, right. you know, but um, I would give it 10 to 14 days and then coming in to use the Novathor bed or even our handheld Thor laser device would be perfectly okay. Same with the salt cave. Oh, you have a handheld one. I do. Yes. No idea. <laughs> How long have I been doing this podcast? I didn't know, right. I didn't know there was a handheld one. <laughs> There's okay. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> so uh, speaking medical wise, we'll kind of go a little bit into this direction. Uh, epilepsy. Yes. So epilepsy, um, that is a big concern for us when an individual is floating, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because seizures, if if they're very well controlled and they're able to manage when they come on, mm-hmm. floating can be very helpful for individuals with epilepsy. Right. However, if anyone to, were to go into an event where they are having convulsions and seizures, mm-hmm. being in water is the last place somebody wants to be. And very, very salty water. <laughs> yes, and water that will not, it'll be painful if yeah. they get into any Eyes part of their are, mucous yeah. membranes. And yeah. so um, we don't want to cut people out completely that have epilepsy and floating. So mm-hmm. we ask we ask that they have a sitter in there with them the whole right. time they float. So probably the open float. 
Yes. Yeah. Yep. The open float room is designed for that because people can sit right on the side of and be right there close for for their there is a light in there that oftentimes sitters will trigger, which is, you know, it's <laughs> hard to sit completely still. <laughs> but there is a portion you can kind of sit back and and not have that. So right. our light bed is also um it can potentially trigger us some seizure mm-hmm. activity. So if you wear, however, if you wear the eye pieces that Especially block out the light, it, mm-hmm. it is pretty bright in there if you don't have those on. Yes. So. Yeah. And so you can try it with the goggles and see, but if you are concerned or if, you know, if, if you feel like that service is going to be super beneficial for a member of your family that has that mm-hmm. condition, we always recommend having a sitter present just to make sure and see how they respond to right. the therapy. As a, as far as I'm aware, there's no flashing lights really in the facility anywhere. No. Just bright lights sometimes. Yeah, bright but... lights. And I mean, and if you look like if you look through the Novathor in cameras, it kind of looks like there's right. a strobe effect, Which, but it's just, not really. That's just it, the frequency. Yep, the exactly. Yeah. It's a light frequency and the light mm-hmm. waves moving. So, yep. um, but but we do just take those precautions. Perfect. Uh, now, a big one, uh, cancer. Yes. We get asked often about mm-hmm. cancer, um, especially because most people dealing with cancer are also dealing with a lot of emotional and mental stress mm-hmm. um, that we can absolutely help them through with our services. So the precautions that we tell people who are dealing with cancer, um, one, if you're on chemotherapy, mm-hmm. we ask that you refrain from floating. Right. Uh, because that chemo can that chemo drug can actually move from your body into the right. water, and if, so if you're saturated enough with it, then absolutely, yep. Yeah. And so, um, so we encourage people to not flow until they've been off chemo for at least a period of time, four to six weeks. So that's right. out of their system. Um, another contraindication for cancer and active tumors um, is our Novathor. Mm-hmm. The PBMT is pretty fascinating. There's still a lot of studies out there that are trying to gauge exactly what it works on and how. Um, But it's been shown to decrease some cancer cells and Mm -hmm. it's been shown to increase others. So if you think about the mechanism of the light therapy, what it does is activating photon light in our mitochondria Mm -hmm. and that increases cellular regeneration. Right. So we don't want the wrong cells to be activated. Um, no matter what, it's going to be beneficial for uh, you. Yes. It might affect some people differently, but. Yes. Yeah. And and we have had people who have very uh, localized cancer tumors. They'll cover mm-hmm. themselves up. Okay. Um, they'll like put, a, even if it's gone and they're in remission, they'll still cover that spot up just mm-hmm. so they don't take any um any risks of activating that cellular response up up to the person. Absolutely. Whatever they're comfortable with. Yes. And then when it comes, same with chemo in our plunge pool, Mm -hmm. you're again in water. You're not in that water nearly as long as you're in um, our float pools. And Mm -hmm. so, and, and because of what's coming out with plunge therapy and cancer, um, the plunge is really encouraged to be Mm -hmm. used because of those immunoactivating properties that happen. And you're just, the resilience of your body is all being activated. And so it's a, it's really encouraged with clients who have cancer. However, if you're actively in chemotherapy, 
maybe refrain from from using that cold plunge. Right, which I imagine there's a lot of things like that that they have to consider. So, mm-hmm. yeah, understandable. Yeah, but then again, our other services—the massage chairs, the salt mm-hmm. cave, our um, our saunas—are great for that detoxing of individuals who have chemicals in their bodies. So those are still those are still okay as long as your medical provider feels that your body is not going to be overstressed because the cold plunge and the sauna cause your body stress it's a temporary stress which actually benefits us however it's a stress and if your immune system's already compromised Mm -hmm. that might be something that you want to hold off on and that also brings up the question of if they have the strength to uh, get in and out yes which kind of segues right into our next thing which we've covered a little bit Uh when it comes to uh age uh mobility yes for folks that have any disability that pairs their movement or might make it difficult uh what do they have to think about yeah so we do have tools to help Mm -hmm. individuals in our services so most of our services have grab bars Mm -hmm. um and we have a transfer bench present all of pretty much all of our rooms are uh, wheelchair accessible and so all of our services given the salt cave we had to put a lip in the salt cave so it's a little difficult and there's salt on the floor so it's a little right. difficult for individuals with uh, wheelchairs to go into that space mm-hmm. however if they need help with mobility um, we do have transfer benches that and if they bring somebody to help with that mobility that's our best that's your best answer overall is if you're concerned about your mobility bring somebody with you to help you through that process just to make it easier absolutely because there's times that my staff i have my you know i have i have men and women you know and my women are really petite (laughs) Um, except for me i'm the exception um there don't have any burly right scandinavian women yeah yeah i can lift quite a bit if I'm honest, and when I'm here, I probably do more than I should. But, um, but yeah, there's there's times when when we have our male staff present that they can help a little bit more with right. individuals. And so, but um, but yeah, our we're constantly troubleshooting those opportunities to help people with mobility because that we want everyone to have access to our services. So. Perfect. So it's kind of one of those call ahead and, and have the conversation with you first. Absolutely. And, and we can see, you know, uh, how you can kind of accommodate that. Yes. Yeah. Or when in doubt, just bring somebody with you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to skin specifically, can you talk a little bit about that and what people need to consider or maybe even ask about? Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to skin disorders like eczema or psoriasis, Mm -hmm. um, naturally our float goals are a concern for them, uh, depending on how severe their condition is Mm -hmm. uh, because of that intense salt water. Uh, So Epsom salts are what's used in there, which react very rarely with sensitivity wise. However, when you have open sores um, or scabbed over wounds because of your eczema, or psoriasis, it can it can be painful. The other side of that is it can be helpful. It can actually help repair those conditions. And so there's kind of a sweet spot for people. You kind right. of really need to know your condition, know when you're exposing yourself. Um, when it's wet salt, it has a totally different outcome than our dry salt. So dry salt cave for those conditions are really, really 
good and encouraged. Um, and that might heal you up to a point where then you can go into our float pools and use them then. Uh, when it comes to sensitivity and, and back to our Novathor is really great for those conditions as well. Right. They rarely, some, I'm trying to think if anyone's even had a rash when they've, um, they haven't had any reports of, of that mm -hmm. being the case with the Novathor because it's activating the cells. So sometimes it could like cause a little bit of a flare up mm -hmm. and then it, before it gets better. Right. Uh, but I can't in, recall. In general, most skin loves red light. Love, yes. <laughs> so. Yes. It's a very healing light for right. that skin. So it's a good idea to use it. When it comes to sensitivity, we have had individuals who've called us back about um, breaking out in a rash. Maybe it's only happened like once or twice mm -hmm. and come to find out it's our, it's our shampoo product, not oh, okay. the conditions of our float pools. And right. so we have um, totally there's no sense or anything in our shower gel and that's okay. on purpose so that right. if you have skin sensitivity that you only use that shower gel right. there's really very little in the other products of our shampoo and conditioner however there are essential oils in right. there and some people have some extreme reactions no there's no coloring um maybe a little bit from the essential oils but right. uh we do have vetiver and mm -hmm. that was shown to be a really poor reaction for one of our clients okay. when and because there is vetiver in the shampoo right. um but but when that's the case you can just use our shower gel for all of your needs um, and same with the saunas and, you know, we have those shampoos and conditioners throughout the center. So, Perfect. and we also provide and ointment for sensitive skin. I mean, we can, we can have sensitive skin all over our body, blisters, cuts. Mm. Um, I know certain areas of ours can be a little sensitive at times, depending right. on cycle of the month. Uh, and mm. so we, we provide that and ointment for that. Is there a, I, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone having trouble with Epsom salt before uh is it a good rule of thumb if you know maybe see how you feel in an Epsom salt bath or with a bath bomb <laughs> yeah well it's or, hard it, it is hard to I mean if people have a reaction to Epsom salt they generally know right. um and be, and we are so much more concentrated than you could ever get in a bath yeah that it's it, they might know once they, but they're so rare. Epsom mm -hmm. salts, magnesium sulfate rarely causes a reaction right. with people. So it's a pretty safe bet that it's very, something Very else. small window, but it's still something to think something about. Something to think about. Yeah. Uh, next, weight. Yes. So we get a lot of questions about weight because we do have a weight limit. Mm -hmm. And that's a hard conversation to have with clients, you right. know, because a lot of our therapies can help clients lose weight right. and so we we don't want to turn anybody away if they're above a certain weight limit mm -hmm. um floating zero weight limit you you can float no matter how heavy you are and believe mm -hmm. it or not you will float yep. the be, heavier right you are <laughs> the more you'll float actually <laughs> it's kind of a fascinating concept um the only areas we really have restrictions with our weight mm -hmm. is in our novathor bed there's a 280-pound right. weight limit, okay. and it's the same weight limit with our massage chairs. Gotcha. Yeah, and so those are our only weight limits, our saunas, our salt cave. We actually have a larger um, recliner chair for our salt cave, so we can accommodate that. We cool. we do our best to accommodate all of that because it's, it's something people are trying to 
improve their body with or it's they're just naturally made at a denser weight right. you know there's people who have really dense body mass and people that are just built different <laughs> yeah and have a lot of muscle structure <laughs> right. right and so there's there's a lot of of weight that comes behind muscle way more than people are fat cells so no, kind of it's not it's not on the list but kind of tie into that um what about when it comes to height versus you know mm-hmm. all versus short Yes. Have so, you ever had anybody that's like exceptionally tall? tall? Yeah. Yeah. So our Nova Thor is not the XL version. There right. is an extra long version, but I people imagine for athletes, uh, right? <laughs> yes. So, but we've had people as long as tall as six eight go into oh. ours, and and yes, they're tip to tip, <laughs> but they fit and they get those lights in there. So, um, if you're over seven feet tall, you might not fit in our Nova Thor. Uh, but as far as floating. Our, our tanks are eight feet long. Wow. And so people who are taller, it, when our taller clients find that they struggle is when they're floating with somebody else. Right. Because it takes up just a little bit. So they're unable to move quite as much. Right. The water's so dense, it keeps people kind of in your spot. For being short comes in handy because I kind of just journey around the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And then our cold <laughs> plunge as well. Like taller people find it's it's um, a little... It can be a little shorter for them. It is the right. biggest plunge we could buy at the time. There are some bigger ones, and we're right. actually looking at pulling some of those in because plunge has been so very popular. Um, and so those, you know, taller people might have their knees sticking out or might, but it's okay mm-hmm. because that that water being submerged is still really as long as you get core. Yep, core, core and up to your yep. neck. Yep, and and you can even dunk under. Mm-hmm. We're we're used to water going out. It just is what happens. It just comes with the territory. So don't, yep, yep. Okay, don't worry so about that. You touched on it a little bit ago when we were kind of mentioning pregnancy and, and breastfeeding. Uh, just general monthly cycles, menstrual cycles. Yeah, so. You have to consider that. Yes, a lot of women um, get concerned. They feel like maybe they can't float if they're on their cycle. And we, it's actually really beneficial to float, but we do ask that that flow can be managed with either a cup or a tampon and then they're able to come in and get the relief that those come from you also probably want to be cautious with the saunas during that time of month because you're already you know your body's already letting go of a lot of iron and blood Um, it can increase the flow sometimes with that Mm -hmm. some people find that beneficial other people not such a good idea so they're not recommended yeah (laughs) right for sure so (laughs) no swimsuits and pads please (laughs) so um anyway so those those are all that you'll need to concern the nova thor is perfectly safe massage chairs salt cave so um hair dyes yes Hair dyes, and I'm just going to wrap in tanning with that too, because um, we use hydrogen peroxide to clean our whole center. Mm-hmm. It's some mix of hydrogen peroxide. We also use what's called force of nature, which mixes hydrogen peroxide with salt. Mm-hmm. So you actually get this kind of chlorine type effect mm-hmm. without the chlorine. Um, so, But that hydrogen peroxide, when it comes to any type of dye or color, it dissolves that molecule so you can Not separate. <laughs> yeah. And so. so if you're coming in with um, dyed hair, especially like the reds and the pinks and the mm-hmm. purples, even the blues, it can get pulled out of your hair very right. quickly with the hydrogen peroxide. I imagine 
freshly dyed too. Right. So if you have freshly dyed hair, we ask you to wait two weeks before you come in here, even if it's highlighted or just brown dyed. Mm -hmm. Two weeks is our measurement for that. If it's pink, purple, blue, um, which I love those color. You know, (laughs) I love that people are doing that. Greens, you know, it's Uh cool. However, that color, and especially if it's semi-permanent, it will come out in our water and it'll ruin the hair job the hair dye job mm-hmm. and it will ruin our tanks so um same with tanning any type of tanning um that right. you apply like if you're applying a spray tan or like a tanless um lotion that kind of puts that dye on your skin those come off so quickly in our salt water and they can they can ruin our water and that's a very costly thing for us and the client unfortunately we do have on our waivers that there's there's a there's a fee for any ruining of our water because it takes it takes 1200 pounds of epsom salt to refill that tank so a little bit uh but if you're naturally a uh bronze god or goddess you're probably okay (laughs) yeah yep you're perfectly okay yeah it's it only has to do with those artificial things that we're adding to our bodies so Perfect. Yeah. All right. I think we're about ready to wrap it up. So let's let's uh, let's take it home with state of mind. Yes. Tell so me about that. yeah. So um, we, my team and I, work really, really hard to create a safe space here. I talk about it often on our podcast. We we talk about it all the time in our um, team meetings. It's when you're in a state of mind where you just need to grasp on to some form of hope, some form of reflection, mm-hmm. we really want to be the go-to for people. And right. I think oftentimes people worry about the float tank. They're like, I don't know if I can sit with myself. <laughs> I don't know what's going to come up. Which probably means you definitely should sit it, with yourself. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And, and people worry. They're like, what if I have a panic attack? What if what if something happens in there? And we've we've had those situations happen. Right. Um, but my team is equipped and trained to handle those situations and to and to create a and hold space for people who are going through that process. People are really concerned about their state of mind. Again, I would. I would highly recommend they bring somebody in with them. Yeah. Couple floats are perfectly. I mean, we, we can accommodate that so easily. Right. We ha- we accommodate that often. People love to float together. It's quite an experience to listen, you know, to the breath and heartbeat of somebody that you're, you love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a good idea to bring somebody if you're concerned about your state of mind, if you're right. concerned about the dark, I mean, maybe, maybe you're, you're trying to fight a fear of water or the dark, you know, mm-hmm. it's, if, if it's an extreme fear or phobia, Yes, yeah. exactly. It's a good idea to have somebody with you, mm-hmm. but it's really a great environment to address those types of yeah. concerns. Um, same with our other services. You know, we we have people that come in that just need to zen out. They throw on the music in our saunas and they just sit and sweat it out and, and music is booming. They boom it out and they sweat it out and it's great. Mm-hmm. Salt caves the same, such a wonderful. There's a lot of negative ions that are pre- coming off that salt. Right. We're so inundated with positive ions. Right. You know, our phones, our computers, everything has this. You know, everything. high everything <laughs> has this high electrical component to uh-huh. it, and and it's super beneficial to get that balance in the salt cave. Right. 
And so even even in this space here, this is our chill space. And mm-hmm. as, as soon as our Zen's garden garden is done, um, it's it's really going to be beneficial to balance your state of mind and take advantage of what we have here. Even the Novathor, when I when I Novathor, sometimes I go into a whole different dimension, and it's lovely. I'll mm-hmm. I'll put on frequencies or some type of music, and it can take me places and give me a lot of clarity. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah, don't don't let your state of mind prevent you from coming in. In right. fact, really, if you're in a place where you need something, I hope we are top of mind for people. Right, and I I can attest that you know it might be uncomfortable at first, and that's just because it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. That's just any new thing. Uh, once you actually sit in with it, you can feel things that you haven't felt before, and it's that's that's an exciting and refreshing experience yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah. i'm i'm so glad that you've taken time to do our services yeah. thank you zach so yeah. you can speak well, to it and... well it's uh i if i'm gonna be making stuff for you then i definitely want to try what you're talking <laughs> about and i i could say if, with, from my own experience that i've enjoyed all of it so good well and i hope it's helping with that creative factor you have to be oh, yeah. in all the time so yeah, yeah. <laughs> It uh, doesn't stop me from saying yes to too many projects. But I don't. I don't know if you have a therapy that can help with that. I don't know. Yeah, that's maybe in the people people pleaser realms. Yeah. Does, does the salt cave help with that? Right. <laughs> well, actually, I, I think we. I think we've uh, hit all the common questions here. Okay. Well, thanks for be, being on. And, yeah. Yeah. I it. appreciate it. Yeah. So, wanted to remind all of you if you have any concerns or questions about some of these elements or elements that we didn't cover today. Please be sure to call in and and have a chat with us. And I would encourage you to uh, push past any barriers that you've put up for yourself to come and try our services. It's it's a pretty magical opportunity that we have in this center. Um, So come on in and try us out and just see how we can evolve your life and optimize your wellness. So thanks for joining us today. And just want to remind you, it's perfectly okay to stay salty. (laughs) 